Hermes draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, and thy suppliant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 23, Triple Goddess, part 3. So, should we start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Laura Wong. And I'm Caitlin Grania. <laughs> and welcome to Third Eye Bind. Welcome. Welcome. In this episode, this is actually the third of our three-part series on the Triple Goddess. And in this episode, we are focusing on the crone. The crone. Mm-hmm. But crone bone time. Crone bone time. <laughs> <laughs> it's crone bone time, bitch. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> but before we get into it, if you enjoy our show, we invite you to please like, rate, subscribe, rate, share. Rate a five star. A five would be nice. <laughs> we always say rate. And then I hear other podcasts and I'm like, give us five star review. And really, that really does help us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, views, shares, listens, like those things add up and they make us look cool and important. So, Which is all we care about <laughs> in this world. In the world of podcasting. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the world of podcasting, it matters. <laughs> so we so. appreciate your help. Please share Ooh. on social media. Tag us. Tell your friends. And you do. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for all of your support. And if you'd like to support us even more, we would love for you to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash third eye bind. Is that correct? Mike's going to put it right here. (laughs) Um, It'll pop up. Yeah. We have some (laughs) cool stuff on there already. We have more fun stuff planned. I just posted... My first deck review video, which I'm really excited about. Ooh. Yes. And I have a few more lined up for y'all. So that's exciting. There's good stuff coming. And I'll figure out something to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> Laura actually did a really good, like, spooky show review. Oh, I need to do an updated version of that because yeah. I have new ones that y'all are going to love. That was really good. Because that's all I do. Yeah. And it's still all I do. <laughs> You're like, why do I have bad dreams? <laughs> I, I had a dream last night. The devil was inside me. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. A little late, considering we did his episode last season. I know. It was weird. It was weird. God. Everything's uh, fine. Everything's fine here at Third Eye Bind. We're going to be okay. So thanks for being here. We're and all right. Really, really. You know what I kind of want to start doing? What? Should we start like trying to guess what card's gonna or is that annoying to like the deck energy? if you want i don't know ask the deck is it annoying go ahead and try. Mm. Go, i heard like go ahead and try <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah like i don't know if that's i know what card i personally associate with the crown but i yeah. feel like it's never the card i think it's going to be what do you think it's going to be today oh like i don't know i don't know i did i mentioned it and then didn't have an answer <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. I say that because I'm like getting to know because I'm working on another deck mm-hmm. and several. Like I'm getting to know the cards more, so yeah. I almost can be like, "Oh, is it this?" Like the high priestess popped in my head right now. Yeah, but 
I don't know. I like the high priestess for I don't this. Know. I like the queen of swords for the crone. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's see what the deck wants us to talk about, which is, by the way, the Lady Moonco Sirens of Song second edition. The second edition, which yes. is nearly sold out. Check out these edges, the lavender edges. That like really does me in. It's my favorite part. The third deck will be coming out soon. March. Yes. 2023. And in the guidebook, there are some really cool spreads made by me. Made so, by Kaylin. Our first collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need your bio, by the way. We got to update Oh, yeah. That. I forgot to do that. I'll do that. <laughs> we have some business, business. to take care of when we're done here with when y'all today. we're done with today. talk. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. So, let's oh, see. Like, so ner- I always get so nervous. Oh, it's like... The direction Ooh, of... Ooh, they told me to uncross my legs. Okay. Like you're getting your blood pressure taken. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Is that the well, one? whatever the fuck just fell is the card. Oh, my God. It's the fool. Oh, I can't read it. It's the... <laughs> Here, I'll get it with my feet. Oh, hold on. We got this. If I fuck up your card, I'll give you a new deck. Okay. That's the one? Yes. Yes. It's the fool. I fucking love this for this. Sorry, y'all. I... <laughs> I really do, actually. You're allowed to yell. <laughs> I actually do really like that. I really oh, love fuck. the fool because there's something about the crone that revisits this earlier part in the story of of the triple goddess. Um, there's this part of the crone that really reconnects back to the maiden and that there's really this like degaff attitude about yeah. the crone. And with the maiden, it's because they honestly don't know better. <laughs> So they don't give a fuck. Mm, And with the crone, it's like, I've seen it all. I'm fucking old and I don't have time. I'm just going to take chances based Mm. on what I know is right in my intuition. And the intuition plays such a big part in the fool card because it is their intuition that is leading them to take risks, take chances, to do what their heart is telling them to do rather than what the world around them is cautioning them against doing. And the crone really embodies that energy. Also, in this version of the fool, <laughs> it's, it's Weird Al, and it's the like Jedi song. Um, but I forgot what it's called. What's, what's speaking to me is that the Weird Tauntaun? Al is in the hood. Is it like, the Tauntaun for you? No? I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> What is he like? It's the little dinosaur oh, looking thing. Dinosaur. That's the Tauntaun. <laughs> what is speaking to you? The hood? the hood? The Jedi robe? The like Jedi robe cloak? Okay. And like the Jedi, especially when we get into like Yoda and the one Samuel oh, Jackson plays. Strap I don't in. Remember Laura's his name. a fucking nerd. Mace but... Windu. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Purple lightsaber. Okay. You're like Freddie oh. Prince Jr. about this. I like it. Oh, no, I am. <laughs> I love Star Wars. But like that's crone energy. That's sage like crone energy. Yeah. We're like, I've been there. I've seen it. I have information to share with yeah. you. And also I think just in like the cultural zeitgeist, we often see the crone as a robed and hooded figure. Mm. Um, in, sort of hidden. In lots of like folklore and fairy tales. Like they're and, old and, and quote unquote ugly. And we want to mm-hmm. put them we'll away. We'll get into that. Yes, we will. Um, but this is a really fun card. I for love that so the much. Crone. Because as as I said, I'm getting to know the tarot more. And yeah, the fool is like, to me, when the imagery of like the cliff and the fool just, it's very like that scene in Indiana Jones when he's like, 
you have to have faith and like to walk on the path. Mm. It's the third movie. What is it? Last Crusade. That's my favorite Indiana Jones. Yeah. Talk about that another time. I need to rewatch those. It's really good. The one with Sean Connery. Yeah. Yes. Only the penitent shall pass. (laughs) All that shit. It's very like that kind of imagery, right? But like the crone's life, even though it's they've been around for a while, it's not the end. Mm -hmm. I love that for as the fool card. Like the fool Mm -hmm. card is a beginning. It's the beginning of the tarot. Mm -hmm. It's the starting over of the tarot. So the fact that we pulled that for crone is so cool and and accurate to me because that's there's it's just never too late to start something new Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. never too late to start something new and whether you're 14 or or 85 Mm -hmm. like there's never and that's just not something that we we celebrate in this culture in western culture we try to hide and discard um, aging, yeah, and elders, and reverse it. Mm-hmm. Yes, which often ends badly and botchily. That's a word I just made up. Botchily, botched, and botched. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about like injectables is that you can't stop once you start, right? It's, I don't fucking. It's know. just that. I mean, there's you, teach their own. Like, do totally. what, do do what, what makes, makes you, you happy. Do what makes you happy. But, but there. I mean, we live in Los Angeles, so we have to talk about like the fact that everyone just wants to be young and youthful because the industry here promotes that and Absolutely. perpetuates that with the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is kind of sad to see like really beautiful women and men and people just like age out it just sort of they age up but then they just like become obsessed with their how they look and then they end up looking worse than they did before mm-hmm. they started you know and it's mm-hmm. just this weird like um dysmorphia of their yes. of how they see themselves totally and like i even catch myself like looking in the mirror and thinking like oh i could get a little Botox right here or right here and then I have to stop myself and like again like to each their own do what you need to do to like feel good and feel confident like I've there's plastic surgery um which I have complicated feelings about but I have to stop myself and say like okay Kate like there's this bigger part of my heart that wants to embrace aging especially since I was so certain for so long that I was going to die young and so I'm trying like to Kesha. get yeah <laughs> that song just popped in my head <laughs> like that, album big, that album was a big that album was like a big deal <laughs> when I was doing lots of drugs <laughs> I, I love that shit higher than a kite <laughs> brushing my like teeth TikTok. with a bottle of Jack absolutely yeah <laughs> Or not brushing my teeth at, at all. all. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. <laughs> Taking like little bird baths and random sinks. But anyway, I was gross. Oh, the um, maiden. <laughs> oh, the maiden. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there was this part of me that was certain I was going to die young. And so I'm trying to lean into that part of myself that is like, babe, no, like this is 
a badge of honor that you're getting older and that it's starting to slowly appear in your face. Like you didn't think you'd get this far. Now here you are. Like, why would you want to turn the clock back? And also because I have two little kids and I just, I am always trying to teach them to feel confident in themselves and the bodies that creation gave them and I don't know I feel like it would almost be contradictory of me to like leave the house and then come back looking like a different version of me Mm -hmm. but then you know I don't know it gets complicated because both of my kids are trans just like I am and so we really embrace costume and decorating ourselves and changing our hair Mm -hmm. as a way of glamour magic. But there's something about aging in particular that I'm trying to be gentler with myself about. Maybe it's like the permanent things that you do to your, I think there's just more weight to the permanent things that you do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, and I do think some of that, I mean, we talk, we will talk about glamour magic in our next episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But there is some of that, that is glamour magic. If you, Mm -hmm. we said, you change your appearance. Yeah. That's glamour. But I think it's just understanding that it's permanent and there are repercussions to like putting things into your body that yeah. weren't there before. Yeah. Know, rather than just throwing on lipstick. Totally. You know? Yeah. But aging is an is an absolute privilege. It's a privilege. It is people, their lives are cut short mm-hmm. because of, I just lost a friend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just li- being healthy enough to be alive yeah. and age. Sorry, I'm like getting really emotional. It's um, and to just have like the health to get there is such a privilege. Yeah. Um. So just to to see people get to that point, and then to just like discard that value in favor of wanting to reverse the aging or not even just physical, like mentally shutting down and thinking that that's it. Yeah. And that even I honestly, I do that sometimes too. Like, um, like I'll think, you know, Oh, I'm almost 37. All right. I'm almost 40. And then it's like, when I was younger, you think that's so old and it's just like, <laughs> but there's, but there's so, I love the crone. I love the crone for me at this age because we have to start combating that mental like um tendency now yeah like preventative care for your for your spirit because it's 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 such a hard thing to um combat in this in this fucking country and it's like we have to start realizing that you know like there's so many more things i want to do yeah. And the crone and the, the we pulled the fool card for the crone speaks so much to me because there's so many more things I want to do with my life and just um, creatively, particularly, and just traveling and things and just having adventures that like I realize now it's very it's it's possible. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm an old ass millennial and like there's always going to be people that are younger than you and like Mm -hmm. hip and it it is a little weird kind of aging out of that, even though I'm very cool. So, but you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like there's memes about millennials and I'm like, I totally do that shit. 
<laughs> you got me. <laughs> there was there was a set of memes today that was like millennials be like ask they ask an opinion then they go okay go like everyone's in a race and I was like oh shit <laughs> like suggestions for books go like that is a millennial <laughs> like shit like that that we do and I'm like oh fuck I do that <laughs> but yeah you touched on something that um. I think is important. I just want to like expand on it a little bit more even. Like you recently lost a friend and you were mentioning how it's a privilege to grow old. And I've been thinking a lot lately about all the generations of like queer and trans and people of color, like all of these generations of ancestors that we just don't have like elders that we just don't have um my kids have been really into queen lately and so they want to know all about freddie mercury and so like i had to talk to them about About the aids epidemic in the 80s and how people were we were actually watching an episode of designing women about it too amazing um we love designing women (laughs) designing women mike's laughing (laughs) we love shoulder pads it's fine (laughs) the fashion uh, Annie Potts. Um, Annie Potts. I love her. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, it's it's a privilege to age. It is a privilege to get to be old. And I really pray that we are transitioning back to a time where, not back because we can't go back. We can only go forward. But transitioning into a time where appreciating our elders is a priority caring for our elders is a priority mm-hmm. um because that's it, it is through our elders that we inherit our spiritual traditions and the stories of our people and our homelands and yeah i don't know i just mm-hmm. we need it we need elders we also need we need all those people to live live exactly we need people without getting yeah. too much and too heavy into it yeah. like that's a fucking problem it's it's it's, a, it's an epidemic of yeah. its own and it's been <clears throat> we're filming this at the end of january like it's been a really yeah violent month it's been a violent month it's and been it's a really just violent month it yeah and i said i wasn't gonna get too much into it but it's just the way that it happened all you know there's you can cut this out but i'm going to talk about it like talk about the it. fact that you know the police officers were black and then and then there's people being like see it's not about race and it's like yes no, it, it is, is. that's white, how bad it is yes white supremacy affects all of us and even like i i live in east la like and i my cousins grew up in monterey park and like that's where we go grocery shopping yeah. and that's where we have dinner and that's our community too and you yeah. see people online pulling the same shit about like the the shooter being Asian. an API elder and it's like no white supremacy is in all of us like patriarchy is in all of us and we all have the potential to be violent even against our own communities yeah. and um yeah we lose so many important elders because of state sanctioned violence and because of you know fucking legislators who have gun lobbyists all up in their yeah. buttholes so they won't actually do anything to help protect us as communities and it's just yeah a, a wild 
time to be alive. Um, but all the more reason why, like, I need to appreciate personally, I need to appreciate like growing old. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Growing into the crone. I hope I get to, I really do. <laughs> and we, those, the people that were killed were older people. They were crone people. Mm-hmm. They weren't all the, kids. The, yeah. For at least Monterey Park, the shooter was an older man. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's permeating our elders. Like that's how mm-hmm. ingrained that shit is. And it's just, yeah. It's anyway. easy for people to say that's not about race then. Look, and it's like, oh my God, you're so dumb. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been heavy. It's been heavy, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> it's been a heavy month. <laughs> Like and subscribe. (laughs) But it is such a privilege. How how did your family um how did how did your family like relate to their elders and like what was that like for you? Um so on my mom's side of the family, we always honor the matriarch. Like that was a big deal. Um mostly because the men weren't shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Most of them died really (laughs) early or got kicked the fuck out of the house. Um, And so for a long time, Mm. like my Aunt Bernice was the matriarch. And then my Nana, my grandma, Mary was the matriarch. And I was telling my mom the other day that like she's the matriarch now. But something I honestly, I feel a lot of guilt about is that when my grandma was a lot older and like getting into the last days of her life, like I had a really hard time like being there because uh-huh. it was hard to see her l- leaving yeah. earth, even though like she was, you know, she lived to be 98. Wow. She wasn't like young, <laughs> No, but it was hard to see her go. But you know what? When you were talking about the fool as the card for this, this episode, like my Nana in her twilight years mm-hmm. spent the entire time like traveling the world yes i'm very curious how she paid for it because mm. she was on like a supermarket pension from when she worked in the supermarket in boyle heights i've always relied like, on the kindness of strangers how did she pay for all of that mom <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, my grandpa was still funding it i don't know um but she yeah. traveled the world she drove herself to all 50 states and yes. she would keep her purse in the trunk with her cell phone in it by the time she finally got a cell phone yeah turned off <laughs> that's amazing and she went like she went to Russia. She went all over Europe. She went all over South Africa. She went all over Eastern Europe. Like, she went everywhere. She kissed the Blarney Stone. Um, well, did all these fucking cool things in the, like, elder years of her life. And I've always thought that was really fucking cool. And then on, like, my dad's side of the family... Um, <laughs> I don't know like kids of immigrants will know especially like Latin families we have strange relationships with the women a lot of the women in our yeah. <laughs> lives there's a lot of hurt there <laughs> um, overbearing over controlling mm. 
And so it's a little bit more complicated there. I'm at the point in my life where like, I know my abuela is not going to change and that's okay. And I still check on her and call her and do what I can to care for her. But I don't know. The respect of elders just wasn't as big of a deal on my dad's side of the family. Cause well, mm-hmm. we didn't have that many. First of all, most of them mm-hmm. were in Cuba or dead. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What was it like for you? <laughs> I had like, very, I have very, my mom's side were Portuguese mm-hmm. and similar to, yeah, the husbands died real early. Mm-hmm. And mysterious. Mysteriously. <laughs> like the women always outlived the men. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like majorly. But my my great grandmother, Amelia, uh, had Alzheimer's mm-hmm. from the time that I was that's that's all I knew her as. Mm. So she was always around and just hanging out, wearing her sun hat and her like headscarf and like mm-hmm. cursing at us in Portuguese. And uh, <laughs> we'd watch I Love Lucy together mm. and laugh at the same shit. And I'd be a little kid. So I had a very, like, comfortable exposure to, like, mental illness. Yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. I was just like, oh, that's how she is. So, and I thought it was funny. Mm. I you don't were know. Her friend. Yeah, like, she was a, she was a, she was a bee <laughs> before she had Alzheimer's. She was not a nice so woman. You lucked out. She was not a nice woman, um, my mother has told me. And, uh. Yeah, she got like kind of chill when she had <laughs> complete mental collapse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but we did always take care of her. Like she, we would like mm-hmm. babysit her and shit. Like it was my mom would like take care of her. So so it's very much like take care of your elders. Mm. Um, yeah, and visit them. And then my grandma, her daughter, my grandma's still alive, and she still works full time. Yeah, like independent wow not married like she's a caregiver and she's like 82 wow <laughs> she's go 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 fucking go yeah and like does a lot of things that are really fucking quirky and weird like she really likes like like the walking dead like she was very into <laughs> that show and like just yeah she's just fucking cool and just does things that are against the crone stereotype so i love that that's sort of yeah, I'm I'm glad I have that. Um mm. not perfect, you know, but Yeah. But that's sort of what I'm dealing with and then mm. the other two are dead. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. My nanny um. took care of us. She was like my first friend. She taught me how to play cards blackjack when I was 4. It's amazing. <laughs> And she used to have tea parties with all of her friends who would come over. And I'm pretty sure they were getting like lit, like getting fucked up, like oh, drunk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while we were eating eclairs and tea sandwiches. Social life, like keeping yeah. that, like keeping that stuff alive mm-hmm. is even more important. I think yeah. when you get older, absolutely. if my grandma stopped doing all that, I don't know what would happen. Yeah. Like you got to keep your shit going because... It would, I mean, aging is a thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're not immune to these things. We're, like, human, right? So yeah. mm. continuing to enjoy your earthly pleasures while you're still here. Yes. Every second that you are able to yeah. do it. Think absolutely. Lot. Mm. Yeah. Something that I thought was interesting when I was doing a little research for the show is that 
So the crone is often synonymous with the image of the hag. Mm -hmm. So like the evil queen transforms into the crone in Snow White. And we have like the weird sisters in, what do we call it? The Scottish play? (laughs) We call it, we're not in a theater, so we can say Macbeth. (laughs) Macbeth. Um, But often synonymous with this hag image. And what I learned is that hag is derived from the root word hagia, which means holy in Greek, Mm. and once mirrored high respect for older, wise women. In Greek, she became Hecate, the crone or hag as queen of the dead incarnate on earth um, in a series of wise women or high priestesses. The term hagiology still refers to the study of holy matters or of saints. Um, However, the word hag no longer carries that same holy woman connotation it's a derogatory term yeah it's an insult there's several yeah particularly associated with magical women Mm -hmm. uh actually have a whole t-shirt with uh, all of the derogatory terms you do (laughs) on like listed on a tote bag or some shit but it's like yeah there's a lot of them Mm -hmm. so i put them all and reclaimed them on a t-shirt i don't know i like that Hagwitch, crone, and fishwife. Well, fishwife. That, that was a weird one. <laughs> battle axe. That was a good one. <laughs> battle axe. Battle axe. I like that. I would like to be called that. Battle axe. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird ones, but they all sort of mean, you know, a difficult woman. A difficult a- woman. Yes, and the crone is often in folklore and fairy tales characterized as someone disagreeable, malicious sinister even with magical or supernatural abilities and who do they who do they chill with most who are they associated with they're by themselves or with their cats or with the devil or with the devil <laughs> they make some sort of deal <laughs> they make a deal with, with the, the dark devil. force yeah and that's why they're so cool and smart yeah <laughs> not because they've lived long enough to see some shit <laughs> And know <sighs> some things. Yeah. It has to be demonic, evil. It has to be. If it's, if it's different, it has to be evil, right? hmm That's so true. And then, you know, yeah, we fairy tales and folklore mm-hmm. twist them into the villains. Like, beware. Beware of the hag. Beware of the crone. She's dangerous. It's and it's Hansel like. It's and Gretel. Like, mm-hmm. she'll eat you. She'll eat you. She will eat you. And it's like, no, she's literally just lonely. <laughs> yeah, like maybe she just wants to hang out and play maybe, gin rummy. Maybe she's not talking to herself. She's talking to her plants because they're her friends. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Can't we just get old and eccentric in peace? <laughs> no, then we'll be called witches. And that's full circle. Something that I read that I really liked. This came from a blog called RebeccaClegg.com, who I don't, I don't know anything about them other than I found this when I was researching. The crone is not bothered with the petty, the everyday nonsense that hinders our ability to make courageous decisions. She is wise, yes, but she's also tired, and she's really, really good at cutting through the bullshit. Yes. And I feel like that's very Queen of Swords energy. Yeah. Like, I do not have time for that. My grandma used to always say, I'm on the countdown. I'm on the countdown. You got to get here. (laughs) I'm on the countdown. I'm on the countdown. (laughs) 
We're all on the countdown. <laughs> That's countdown. the joke was on me because we're all on the countdown. <laughs> we're all gonna die, y'all. But like I would be telling her a story and she would look at me and like, I'm on the countdown. You gotta like... it's, that's legit that's really funny. I got things to do. You gotta you gotta time. get it in fast. <laughs> I got trips to take. Time is short. <laughs> it is. I love that. I love that. I feel like I connect with that a lot mm-hmm. in my personality. <laughs> uh, you know what? Fuck it. I love when I'm at the grocery. This is my favorite thing that old people do. When I'm at the grocery store and I'm in line and you know how like you're putting your change and you're like, okay, thanks. And like just getting your bags and yeah. the people just go like they just like, <laughs> okay, it's my turn, motherfucker. Like they just yes, push. No, they don't give a no shit. No personal space. They don't care. They're just like. <laughs> go bitch like put your money i got like that kind of energy i love when they do that i think it's so cute (laughs) i'm like oh you don't give a shit i love you like it's really cute to me it's like get the fuck i see it a lot at like the asian market i go go to like ranch 99 and i love ranch 99 yes yes and h mart and they just don't fucking care like you're looking at a mango they want that mango they're gonna fucking get that mango from you like, they are on the countdown. Or, or at the thrift stores. <laughs> and, and that is their fuck. mango. They are on the countdown and that is their mango. Yes. yes they don't give a shit. <laughs> that kind of, this, this, yeah, they don't care anymore. It's just like, I've lived through all this. I don't care. Yeah. But I think that's a really great lesson to learn from the crone because when we're not there yet, we need to be reminded to not deal with people's bullshit and to mm. have very strong boundaries and... To just let go a little bit. Mm-hmm. I love that, especially in this fucking society where everyone is like, just argue, like the internet. I don't yeah. need to say anything else, right? Like, it's just, it's so hyper-focused on like everything and we're not really communicating and, and it's just like weird. And then just let it go. Just like, mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Don't got to put everything in little boxes. Everyone's different. Yeah. Just fucking just keep scrolling. Just <laughs> just keep swimming. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it helps me at least when I'm dealing with mm-hmm. like online stuff or or things that are trivial mm. to the grand scheme of life. Yes. You know? That really that energy really helps me ground. Mm. It's funny that it's so grounding even though it's so near death which is well, sort of where do you return to the ground that's true <laughs> you're pretty Earthly. close to it yeah, yeah yeah that's true that's mm-hmm. true i was thinking like the spirit leaves and goes mm-hmm. somewhere else that's not here but yeah mm-hmm. interesting I saw interesting this, i saw this really cool no, thing sorry no go ahead i just because we wrinkle and we sag and we're being pulled fucking literally back into the ground, into the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where wrinkles come from and like sagging bags gravity. and like bat wings and like all this mm-hmm. stuff like go, like the gravity of life is pulling you pulling back. Pulling you back. How fucking cool is that? No, that's magical. We're melting. Like that's the magical. Witch. That's magical as fuck. Yeah. Being pulled back into the earth yeah. as you age. Being like sucked back in and like I love l- that. have it literally grounding you like emotionally mm-hmm. too. Like fuck. Because that's even so though cool. our our spirits leave the vessel like our bodies somehow return to the earth oh man and what is it like matter's not created or destroyed it just just transforms, transforms yeah. yeah 
And so our bodies are matter and they return to the earth and are transformed and like, Ah, that's so cool. I just got such like, like I want to animate something. If someone out there wants to animate this, I'm not like, I want like, yes, I want like a life cycle with like, like melting and like, Mm -hmm. and then it's like skeleton and then it's like a fucking tree. Yeah. Like I want that, like, yeah. That gif or gif. Can you do it of us? Yeah. Can you make us? (laughs) Can you make us a fan art animation? Like like how cool would that, or like a short film, like an animated short or something, just... I saw this thing on TikTok um, of like body composting. Yes. I want to do that. I would like to become a tree. Yeah, me too. I don't want to be in a box. Like that seems like a waste. I don't want to be in a coffin. Seems expensive. I don't. I'd rather my kids come see a tree. Not that I don't love the cemetery. Like all of my mom's side of the family is buried in the same place in LA, which is cool. Um, I don't want anyone to find me. (laughs) I want to ha- do something with my life that, like, like my tarot deck will, someone will collect it on eBay someday. Just like I bought the one last night. Yes. I was telling them I bought a, a de- an eBay, uh, the Aquarian deck on mm-hmm. eBay. Like, I, that's my legacy. I don't give a fuck about, <laughs> like, I want there to be a tree and have somebody not know that it's connected to me. Mm-hmm. So that when they touch it, like, you don't know. That's why when, like, I touch tree, I started t- touching some trees last night with Mike. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, like, what's under this tree or what sourced this tree to, mm-hmm. like, be created. Like, I think that's rad that people are doing that. Because mm-hmm. I have heard that, like, ashes aren't really good for the environment, I guess. Yeah, I think it's something about the burning process. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, like, not good for the environment. At least not the way we do it Either check me to some wolves or make check me a tree. wolves. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Wolf meat. Wolf meat. I want to be wolf meat. <laughs> Laura, she was wolf meat. I want to be a fucking tree. My, I want my grave. If there is a gravestone, what would you want it to say? Bad about bitch. You? Bad bitch. <laughs> Send nudes. <laughs> Send nudes. <laughs> there better be Chipotle. <laughs> so you can shit your pants from beyond the grave. <laughs> There better be tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I literally want to say some stupid shit. Some stupid shit. Please do. (laughs) Gosh, picking stuff like that out is hard. My mom and I, I remember my mom and I sitting in the, like, mausoleum office, picking out what my dad's headstone was going to say. My dad didn't get to be old, which Mm -hmm. is weird. Mm -hmm. Um... But we chose loved by all. And it was something that like my I realized as we were saying it, like all he wanted to do was like be of service to people and be appreciated and seen because his like parents never told him they loved him or told him they were proud of him, even though he spent his life taking care of them. He was like never, ever, ever good enough. Mm. And so when we put that on his headstone, we were like, oh, (laughs) and we're crying. That's really sweet. Yeah. A few weeks ago, my, my grandfather, his dad told me he was proud of me though. Really? I was like, that's for you, dad. Hell yeah. That's for you. But then he also proceeded to say on the phone to one of our cousins that, um, my other granddaughter is much prettier. (laughs) I was like, I'm not wearing makeup. 
up today. Excuse? My, my cousin always has her face done, okay? You've never seen her without makeup. Wow. But that is the life of a Latin family. <laughs> yeah. Well, my grandma died and told me she, she shamed me for not going to see her during COVID, so... Yeah. Sometimes they do stupid they just shit. They do shit like that. Sometimes. But it's that crone <laughs> it's energy. That crone but energy. hey, I, don't I can't. Fuck. I gotta say it she like didn't I feel give it. A fuck. She was like, hey, so why the fuck haven't I seen you the past two years? I'm dying. Hope you have a good life. <laughs> Literally on FaceTime. And I'm like, mortified the fuck out of me. <laughs> No, it's fucking ridiculous. That literally happened. <laughs> and now I'm like, I don't know. Am I mad at you? But you're not here anymore? Yeah, that happens. We've talked about this yeah. before. You can be mad weird. at dead people. I'm a little fucking miffed. She's I'm still mad at my too. dad. <laughs> She's a Gemini? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That explains everything. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I was like, holy shit. Pump your brakes, grandma. I've been thinking a lot about my grandma lately, my mom's mom, because oh. she grew up in L.A. Um, they were born in, she was born in Yuma, Arizona, but they moved to L.A. really early because there was some, like, you know, anti-Mexican sentiment. Mm, you don't say. Um, which followed them here. Um, but she grew up in Boyle Heights, and she would always tell me stories when she was a kid of like running around LA. Like she went to Roosevelt High. She used to skip school to see like bands playing at the Palladium and go dancing with her friends. She would sneak out with my aunts, her sisters to go dancing (laughs) to like the big bands. And she used to have lunch at Clifton's was like a big deal, like a treat. And she was like, and it was 15 cents for this. She remembered the entire menu at Clifton's cafeteria. And they would spend lots of time in Chinatown and we we spent a lot of time there too and i just i always feel like she's so close to me when i walk around this city and i feel so privileged to have that connection especially since on my dad's side of the family we don't we don't have that like i'm first generation here um so it feels cool to like have that sort of i don't know like she's always around like her shadow her echoes well, are always around know. the city <laughs> That was so funny. She is around. Well, <laughs> she does hang out with me. Oh, God. I still I love old people, though. Me too. This is my grandma's necklace. Yeah? This giant lion. Yeah. Yeah, you wear that all the time. She's a Leo. Mm. She was very much a Leo. I love that. Yeah. They have... Oh, shit. Is it your grandma? It's my reminder to call my grandma if she hasn't called me yet. <laughs> I love that for this episode. Don't cut it out. It's my reminder to call. That's Monday's at 11. If she hasn't called me yet, I call her. Even though our relationship is complicated, yeah, I still I check on her all the time. That's good. And make sure she's okay. And we go visit her and bring her things. And My grandma, who's very independent, is also very... Um, isolated from me Mm. like by her own doing Mm. she's very like just doesn't 
She doesn't reach out a lot. You know, she's never been to our house. Really? No. Mm. She doesn't really want to stray from her root. And I think that can happen too when older people and and crones will like isolate themselves too. Mm. And I don't know what that's about sometimes. Maybe it's not really for my grandma, but I think that in general, going back to the hooded figure, like the clo- the hiding, the aging, mm. the hiding, the, the physicality of it and the shame of it. Mm. Why the fuck are we ashamed to get older? Mm-hmm. LA is, I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious here. here. Yeah. But it's just in this, we just want to, it goes back to episode one. Like it all goes back to death of like wanting to sweep it under the rug. Like mm-hmm. older people, aging people. Mm-hmm you know, just sort of shoving it in a closet and not addressing it and not celebrating it. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that. I don't. I hate it. It's, think about, like, magazines and all of the, like, anti-aging products that we're constantly being, that are being advertised to us yeah. all of the time. Like, there's something wrong with you if you're getting old. There's something wrong with you. It's like we, we're being like pulled. not a whole. You're not a whole person. If you're getting old. Like we're being pulled mm-hmm. to go back home, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it's hard, but it's... It's magical. It's magical, and it's the cycle of life. And yeah, it, I'm still navigating how I feel about death. I've, I've been... I feel very... It's a little off topic, but like I just feel very... Or maybe not. I feel very akin to death right now. Mm-hmm. I feel ever since Ruby died, my dog, like mm-hmm. I've just been like not afraid of it. And I even looked up becoming a death doula. Yeah. <clears throat> like uh, people that work with Corona energy all the time and like mm-hmm. assist people and their families like that are dealing with the death of a loved yeah. one. I just feel like for some reason I'd be really, really good at that. It's so funny that you said that because I've been looking into it too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've thought for many years, I've thought about like being a birth doula, but to yeah. me, it's like, I just don't have time. Like I have two little kids of my own and you need to be able to like be there in the middle of the night to like help mom no be on call whenever. And like, that's just not feasible. When my kids are older, that's something I can do. But I feel like being a death doula yeah. is very aligned with my my practice oh, anyway absolutely. as a medium and yeah. as somebody who helps folks connect to their elders of the spirit and help transition people into the afterlife. I don't know. And I wonder if like so much of my work revolves around helping people elevate their ancestors who didn't receive proper burial rites, who didn't receive proper prayers and assistance when they died. And it's like, could I be a facilitator of that type of rite of passage as they die? And would that help this like backlog of restless spirits that we have? I think, I I think so. Something I've learned about, and you probably already know this, but like something I've, I'm not a medium for anyone listening or, um, but I've, I've just been thinking about death and ghosts and spirits a lot and it it's just like they want very simple things mm-hmm. a lot of the time very simple things mm-hmm. like things that we take for granted like you know like i don't know if like hey i my watch is missing like where's my watch or something like mm-hmm. that like uh, this ring like i fucking don't have it like where is it 
And maybe they would ask you something like, and you're like, oh, yeah. it's not like, hey, this black hole just sucked me through and the aliens <laughs> came. It's like, it's like, no, I just, I'm, thir- I'm thirsty or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like things that are just like practical and relatable mm-hmm. and just like, where the fuck's my watch? Mm-hmm. And maybe it got sold or it got yeah used for something or at a thrift store. Like, cause I'm very connected to objects. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and the energy that objects carry and the yeah. spirits that objects carry yeah. is something I'm like very connected to. And and sometimes they're just looking for their stuff. Truly. Like, they travel with their things and like I don't know. I just been I've just been thinking about that a lot. But yeah, the the death doula thing, I, I like really am like, do I have mm-hmm. time to do this? Like I <laughs> I can't believe that you're thinking about mm-hmm. it. I think you'd be amazing at it. I think you would be too. Yeah. Are we starting, are we Third starting a business doula services. <laughs> are you dying? Hit us up. Give us a call on the third eye line. Are you dying? <laughs> call us up on the third eye line. DM us. We'll come to your house. Oh my god. No, really though. Support you through your last breaths. I'm like very feel like I could handle that. Yeah. Me too. I feel like the families might be a lot though. I feel like I could deal with the living. The dying person I know I I can handle. I feel like I could handle the living. You know, I could handle both, but I feel like I could rock with the living. Yeah. Because I feel very com I feel very like I could be supportive in that way yeah. and and help, helping like make them feel better about mm. death and the transition and mm-hmm. grounding the shit out of that moment yeah. and just providing like that sort of like the person that's dying. Yeah, I could hold it down too, but you know, yeah, maybe it's a dual service. <laughs> well, like you when you th- literally, because, family. okay, I have so many people know. who come to me and they're just like so distraught over the loss of their loved one, whether it was like months ago or years ago. And like, that's, that's normal. That's normal. But then we have folks who like want to keep contacting their dead loved ones after they've recently passed. And I wonder if they had more peace from someone like you or somebody who does this type of thing, if they would not need that kind of outreach so soon. It's like, it's like there's, I think what's missing in like deaths is like, Mm -hmm there's a ritualistic aspect to me mm-hmm. that's missing. Like there's absolutely there's like, it, it's a moment. Like it's, if you've ever seen someone pass or something mm-hmm. pass, like it's, it's a whole ass moment of energy mm-hmm. and like not being quite prepared for that. And like going into it, just like, Oh, is really stressful and scary. Mm-hmm. And then I just imagine like people that would be open to it, like just having like, uh, like uh, objects and things and scents mm-hmm. and and smells and yes. lights that would that would uh, help the living mm-hmm. calm the fuck down yeah. and and just be very like ritualistic about it Grounded and let them the do moment. things that are just like affirming for them and like mm-hmm. the person that they're you know what I mean like I think that's missing from because that's prevalent in so many other cultures yeah. other than ours but here it's sterilized yes and like you get maybe an afternoon off to attend a funeral maybe yeah um, if your manager approves it and yeah. then you're just supposed to go back to work and pretend like nothing happened and everything's fine and yeah that's just not 
Or like you said, in a hospital, like even in a hospital setting, you can create, we can create energy anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. And it's like just the simple act of like casting a circle, which I'm very big on, Mm -hmm. like just, or um, providing parameters to the space in a magical way or whatever way they like witchy last rites. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because it's funny that you fucking say that because I was telling Micah, like, how I'd what kind of funeral I'm like I don't know you just have to find some pagans and old <laughs> old ass pagans and have them do whatever yeah <laughs> but that's what I want a witch's funeral but there's yeah. no really there's really no like ceremonial thing that's just kind of a catch-all mm-hmm. there's of course like specific cultural things mm-hmm. that but there's there's not you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I died tomorrow, you probably could make me a whole ass I would make cool funeral. But like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like. The standard here I, is not that. I don't yeah. like that there's no safe, like, like, you know how a wedding ceremony has like the traditional vows. Like mm-hmm. I want there to be like a witch ceremony for, for everybody that's accessible to everybody that, mm-hmm. that can be performed at any time that we all kind of know. Yeah. So that if so that we don't have to rely on like Christian and Catholic like yeah. catch all like just because that's the thing we know how to do like mm-hmm. I want there to be like you know what I mean like yeah. a like a thing that we can all sort of use and then adapt in different ways to like fit to our us. cultures or whatever yeah. like that's that would be cool you should yeah. make it yeah I want to like design <laughs> this like I designed yeah. our whole ass we did like a me and Mike did like a a hand fasting ceremony Cute. for our vow renewal but it was but i wrote it and i but i made it like you know mm-hmm. i just like tailored it but it was really fun to do that but yeah i should you should i should yeah make a zine <laughs> that'd be cute <laughs> that'd be really like, cool no just something I like that. for the community that can mm-hmm. be because our generation like i honestly i don't want to have some like old wiccan person like do that shit to me because I don't and they're the ones that have established like shit like that Mm -hmm. but I'm not a part of that and I don't I don't want that that. but that's the closest that you know yeah it would get so yeah I think there's there's it's such an interesting topic Mm -hmm. but that's so weird that you were like non-denominational funeral rites yeah for for the mystic the mystic I like that yeah Mm-hmm. We'll work on that. We'll figure it out. <laughs> That's a good way to honor the crown, I think, to create something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, like that kind of stuff. I very much feel <laughs> very connected to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. One other thing that I read mm-hmm. that I really liked about the crown. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is all weird and deep today. Mine's too. like kind of hoarse for some mm. reason. It's cold. We've all COVID tested. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Literature describes the, co- the crone archetype as a pre-existent form in the collective unconscious that embodies instinctive ways of channeling wisdom, inner knowing, and intuition, guiding us through the transition of life and going inward to bring forth the light for transformation. I like that. I feel like that relates to... <clears throat> When you were talking about the high priestess card earlier, mm-hmm. like the crone archetype, the crone as an archetype not only contains all of the wisdom of an, the individual that they gain through their lifetime, 
but of the collective, all the wisdom that we've all gained through all of our many lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good energy to tap tap into when you're feeling kind of lost or uncertain of which way to go, to tap into the energy of those who have traveled many roads Mm -hmm. and to have them offer you their insight and guidance. Yeah, because the one thing the crone has that the maiden and the mother don't necessarily have is that time Mm -hmm. to learn and that knowledge. It's like wisdom. (laughs) Like you can't, you can't, you can't ignore that. Yeah. You know. The experience. Maybe that's why in some ways the crone and the hag have been hidden because Mm -hmm. they have wisdom that maybe mm-hmm. oppressors don't want. They're like, don't talk to her. Don't talk to, don't talk to her. She'll, she's crazy. Don't talk to her. She's, she's babbling she'll about rights you. and things. Yeah, she'll, no, literally. Yeah, like, she'll cook you up and eat you for dinner. And she's yeah. like, actually. <laughs> like the wisdom that mm-hmm. crones hold is, is dangerous. Uh-huh. And dangerous. Yes. And so is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And that's what we love in I love that. Mm -hmm. It's not goddess energy, as they say, is not just love and light. It is like we've talked about dark and scary and dangerous and threatening uh, in a good way. Yeah, it's part (laughs) of what makes it delicious. Yeah. Mm. So that that really, yeah, the high priestess card to me is, and I think you've explained to Mm -hmm. me, is like a very like the dark, like intuitive, like Mm -hmm. side of yourself and that. That yeah, that's definitely the like, dark side of the moon. The dark side of the moon, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think a lot of people misinterpret that card. I don't know if that's maybe. <laughs> like I, I feel like the high priestess, like oh, she's like the queen or like mm. the goddess in a in a more of a maideny way. I don't know. Maybe I that's feel just like that's me. the empress. Yeah, yeah, the empress. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like the high priest. It's really popular. The high card. priestess is the crone, though. For yeah, sure. but the high priestess mm-hmm. is the crone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm all rethinking my whole deck now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that, but no, you know what? That does make sense because <clears throat> Stevie Nicks is my crone. Mm-hmm. And Stevie's, I look up to her so much as an artist because she's a crone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's older. She's never had kids. She's dedicated her life to art. Mm-hmm. And music. She's shrouded in she's black. She's shrouded in black. Like, I just think she's so cool. I love you know what's really fucked up? Like, she does her little dances now mm-hmm. and she's all old. And people are like, capping on her. <sighs> Leave Stevie alone. Like, you better fucking <laughs> shut up about Stevie Nicks. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> you better not. She's spinning around, but she's kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> Low like, yeah. wobble. Like, 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 that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. She's not, like, yeah. cool. Ah. <sighs> I recently I rewatched a video of her singing Rhiannon like in the seventies, and I swear she's like channeling. Yes, she's channeling a spirit when she does that. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She's amazing. So yeah, that does track actually for mm-hmm. the high priestess. Yes, it's also reminding me like Crone energy. Speaking of Stevie Nicks, um, our favorite movie, Practical Magic, oh. the like huh. two ants. Yeah, and how. Mm. They don't like people beating around the bush. No. They want you to be very honest or they're not going to help you. She can eat a pound cake in under a minute. 
you're this. You're that. It's like when they leave, they're like, we're going to the fucking ceremony. Yeah. Here's some ropes. We protected your fucking kids. Like, buy, clean Figured up out. your own mess. Yep. Oh, they had a message for you. Clean up your own mess. <laughs> like, if you can't be honest about what's going on, yeah. you figure it out. You figure it the fuck mm-hmm. out. Bye. And there's that not giving a mm-hmm. fuck, having boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they come back and offer their wisdom and help with, like, the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love them. I love them. It's always about practical magic. <laughs> Not everything celebrates those archetypes. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal. It's nice to have good examples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I've just been very thinking about death a lot and ghosties and like how, like what they want and what they need and how we can help them and mm. hauntings and mis- misunderstandings about that and just yeah mm-hmm. I don't know I the ways in which a non-medium well you know a non-medium non-psychic I'm using air quotes mm-hmm. can have relationship to ghosts and spirits mm-hmm. in not in an untraditional fashion mm-hmm. because my dial is not turned up that high so to speak yeah currently I guess I know you don't like when I say never but, um <laughs> Look, some people got it, some people don't, is my <laughs> it's true. opinion. We and that's okay. We all have different gifts of the spirit. And that is okay. We all have different gifts of the spirit. I'm not trying to be at an 11. It's all good. <laughs> but like, just thinking about that. And mm-hmm. Because I think we all have the capacity to like have those connections mm-hmm. if we want them. So, yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned like hauntings and spirits, like because I recently put together a class i'm going to teach it in the fall probably because it feels more october-ish in nature but it's about hauntings and exorcisms on stolen land Mm. and about yes because like we i'm in a um, like a group a witchy group on discord and somebody was mentioning Um, feeling like they were experiencing a haunting in their space and someone quickly was like, here's how you banish it, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, wait, (laughs) Um, take a minute, just a second. We have to consider like how our relationship as settlers on this land can create instances of upset spirits and how to build right relationship with them rather than banishing them once again from their home. So I'm putting together a whole workshop on that. I'll link everybody once we... Not all hauntings are Not all hauntings are bad, bad, exactly. Like spirits are just, they just... It's been coming up a lot. I I listened to it. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I I heard a story about um, they were experiencing a haunting... And there was a medium that was sort of uh, there. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was saying there was a Native American Mm -hmm. spirit there who was the good spirit was like, you got to get this guy. This is how you get him out. He's and there was just some random another spirit that was like uh, like a punk rock kind of more modern, like a guy who had (laughs) died and was just like lost and trying to was obsessed with this woman that lived there and was just like, Ah! ah, And uh, was like freaking them out and stuff, yeah. and then and then when they they got they asked like a Native American like 
elder to come in and do a tribal like cleansing. Yeah. But the psychic was the medium was saying when that was happening that all the native there were a bunch of native spirits like coming mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. to witness the ceremony and to try mm-hmm. to like just be like oh shit like to help and to assist and I just thought that that was such a beautiful thing to like mm-hmm. because they didn't banish the Native American woman spirit mm-hmm. they didn't want that they didn't do that they mm-hmm. they were they wanted to get rid of this dude yeah and he became very scared and was like oh my god yeah oh. and then he's like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and then he went <laughs> They like fucking shot up into the fucking get the fuck out (laughs) yeah but i just thought that was Mm -hmm. because like the energy like that i mean i'm sure your Mm -hmm. your class will have something to do with Mm -hmm. like appropriate uh, you know responses like Mm -hmm. that like getting the appropriate people in to Mm -hmm. deal with that and to just like address that and i thought that was really Mm -hmm. a really beautiful visual Mm -hmm. to just have like these these like-minded spirits like attracted to you and what you're doing or like Mm -hmm. the per i just thought that was so cool you know Mm -hmm. like very but very honest a very i'm sure it's a big problem here in the united states of america well and when you think about like horror Um, movies especially like haunting horror movies like the conjuring and you know the skeleton key is that the kate hudson Mm -hmm. one oh um that one is a (laughs) interesting questionable um but like they're always centered around like white families like the la llorona yeah is like what's her face they're always centered around it's a white woman and then the side character was like yeah like a mexican woman i was like what the fuck (laughs) and she dies and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) but like most horror movies here in hollywood are centered around like the white conventionally attractive white women or white families even like the exorcist the final girl right and there's like a house that's they're supposed to be moving into their dream house but there's these troubled spirits there and they're being terrorized (laughs) by it and it's like Who's the terrorizer? Who's the terrorizer? <laughs> like what? And this is what we learn from. And it's just yeah. so Put yourself I'm trying in the to address ghost that position. That's really good. Yeah. That's really important to think about because Yeah, like ghosts are, you know. Yeah. Ghosts are people too. Ghosts are people too. And there are, you know, obsessive ones, but they're not all like that. And mm. a lot of the times it's just a matter of like building good relationships with them. But yeah, it's been coming up a lot. I've had a lot of people reach out to me for exorcisms. Mm. Of the of, of places? Let me tell you. Yes, homes. I've had three different people reach out to me for exorcisms. Yeah. All white people oh, no. who are living in oh. gentrified areas. Oh. And when I tell them that I need to like go to your house and assess the situation, do yeah. some divination, figure out what kind of spirit this yeah. is. Um, and then... When I tell them that I charge for this service, they stop texting me back. <laughs> they all came to me through word of mouth referrals. What? I know. The fuck? I'm like, I guess you'll just deal with it then. Um, they'll just get some sage and some yeah, right? They'll just get some sage. That's going to piss them off more. They're just gonna be like, this doesn't like me. You don't. Good luck. Again, this is why <laughs> this is why using tools appropriate for you is important. It's so important. Because <laughs> it'll just work better. It's crucial. It's crucial. Mm-hmm. It's crucial. Mm-hmm. 
Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Do we want to answer any questions? Yeah. Do we have questions? We have so many questions. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. Do let's a few take questions. like one or two. I don't know where we are on time. It, I don't know if I've answered this one on the show before. I don't think we have. Okay. Um, if we speak to our spirits in our mind, are our thoughts ever private just for ourselves? I would say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that when you're dealing with your guides, like your good spirits, they respect your boundaries. Yeah. And every once in a while, they might pop in because you're claircognizant and talk to you. But I do think there's an element of like respecting one another's space. Yeah. That goes into it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I thought they were going to ask if it's possible to talk to your spirit guides in your head. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I just did that. <laughs> Watch me do it again. Watch me. <laughs> I'm all, mm. That's a good question, though, because I could see how you would start that to wonder, good, like, that's a good oh, question. are my thoughts ever just like, my wait. own? <laughs> I think I think so. I've heard like Yeah, like how does that work as a as a medium like um I've heard some people be like and I just brushed them off. Like they talk about mm-hmm. like and I said no, not right now. Mm-hmm. And then in their head they said that though to like the spirit, you know what I mean? I don't really deal with a lot of spirits that are not of my court popping up in my head. Um because right. I spend a lot of time on my psychic boundaries. So it doesn't really happen and anymore. And you're not trying to go into a space. I'm and not open trying to that. Like, like that. that's not my business. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. No. Like I will see spirits who don't belong to me and that is fine with me. Yeah. Um, but they don't really like, I don't get the whisper whispers. Thank God. Glory be mm-hmm. on high. <laughs> but like my guides do talk to me in my head all yeah. the time. Yeah. When I'm like thinking something stupid, they're like, eh. <laughs> or when i'm cooking that's when they talk to me the most in my head yeah Mm -hmm. but i don't feel like they're always there like i'm allowed to have my own yeah scandalous thoughts without (laughs) their judgment yeah um let's see is there a specific timing and reason for when hauntings happen yeah there are factors that go into it um a lot of the times, you know, the one you hear a lot is the space being renovated or moved mm. or changed Dis- in some way. Like disturbing Disturbed the, the land or the house. Or changing something that they don't like, like mm. even playing like music they don't like. Um, mm-hmm. If you, yeah, I guess if you bring, if you have an object that could be tied to an object totally. that you maybe just bought. Um Cleanse your thrifted stuff. Yeah, cleanse your thrifted shit. I do Mm want to do an episode on, like, objects. Yeah, we should do that. Talismans maybe is a cool title for it. There's, like, a name for... Yeah, there is, and I'll Google it. Psychometry, I think? I don't know. Yeah, like, I want to talk about it because... We should. It's... Ooh, I kicked it. It wasn't ghosty. (laughs) It's levitating. It's levitating. Oh, my God. Um, We're just going to set the studio on fire. Oh, poof. And then just, like... It's like that dog in the fire is just like <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> but I do want to do an episode on that. Yeah. Case. I also think that's <clears throat> in in the tradition I come from, there's this uh I guess it's an ailment, a malady. It's called susto. And it's like when something really 
traumatizing, upsetting, shocking happens to you and you like you you often lose a part of yourself um, mm. that you can regain through soul retrieval. Um, but it also makes you like vulnerable to like low vibrational entities and energies. And that's when you can find that like a personal haunting can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. An attachment can happen that's because not, your defenses yeah. are down and it's not based on location. Exactly. It could be based on like something like your energy, you. like attract it through that time. They're not all like Native American burial grounds. Like, yeah. There are a lot of those here. Yeah. Unfortunately, and we but... drive our fucking cars over oh them. It's fucked up. Like yeah. the, the local mission made it into their parking lot. Like if you think about that, just the concept of how this country mm-hmm. was founded, mm-hmm. um, no, no surprise to me that there's so many hauntings that absolutely that happen. I'm surprised there aren't more. I'm surprised my house isn't haunted, like for real. I'm um, surprised there aren't more when we think about. Yeah, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, things that, yeah, mm-hmm. something with you, something with the space, something mm-hmm. with an object. I guess like disturbance, or if like, in general, there's yeah, if there's like a lot of arguing in the house, or mm-hmm. like I noticed that too. There's yeah. a lot of arguing, like yes. the the energy changes, and then got to open those windows, and you know, it draws, yeah, because like yeah, they're I think attracted it attracts, to yeah, that energy, those sort of, mm-hmm. and then they sort of latch onto you. That shit's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you got to call Caitlin. <laughs> email me um how about one more yeah i think i have a hex on me how do i get it off and how do i protect myself after oh i would start with um doing some divination to determine whether or not you actually do in fact have a hex on you because sometimes the call is coming from inside the house. Like (laughs) (laughs) sometimes we are the problem. Yeah. A lot of the times we are the problem, even when we're like trying our best and we don't mean to be like, not even divination, just divination and also just fucking assess your life. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a look at my recent Hmm. choices. Um, but doing divination is is a big place to start because yes. there's no need to spend money, time, and energy on magic and ritual if it doesn't apply to your situation. So I always recommend starting with yes, no divination. Is there a hex on me? Yes or no. Um, is this something that I can remove myself? Yes or no. Is this certain ritual that I'm thinking of doing going to work for this? Yes or no. Um, and you can do yes mm-hmm. or do no, no divination with anything, with playing cards, mm-hmm. with dice, with your tarot. Um, and then when it comes to how to get it off, my friend, that really depends on what's on you. Yeah. Um, so you want to think of like balancing out. If you think of it from an elemental perspective like does the energy of that hex have fire air water water? and how can you balance that energy out with the other elements to start at least Mm -hmm. like Um, yeah like mm -hmm. how are you feeling spicy you feeling drained you feeling 
exactly psychotic like what mm-hmm. are you that's like, like too much air yeah. exactly yeah. so then you would need more like stones you got too much and money. earth yeah. <laughs> got too rich too quick can i have that hex can i have that money hex or maybe your money you know like your your money your pentacles your flying like your away. money's flying away yeah and like what's happening mm-hmm. you keep losing your money or something you're losing your valuables mm-hmm. And then protecting yourself after is it starts with like having good personal boundaries. Yeah. And having good spiritual discipline when it comes to your hygiene, cleansing, grounding. Yeah. Um, if it's like real bad though, I see that professional. that and maybe get some help or do if you're like a, like a seasoned like person, mm-hmm. like a person seasoned witch <laughs> or magical practitioner, like do something bold. Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when when I feel like that, like that, do something bold, and I mean like magically bold. Like mm-hmm. do like a grandiose kind of ritual. Yes. Like don't just like get ceremonial burn a with like, it. Like get real ceremonial. Mm-hmm. Like the fire is a big fire pit, mm-hmm. right? Like the element that you're using is like, like it's not just a sh- <laughs> oh, excuse you. Excuse me. <laughs> it's not just like a shower. It's like go in the fucking ocean or a lake. Yes. You know what I mean? Like big, the yes. bigger the better. Yes. You know what I mean? I've t- fully, yes, 1,000%. It's more fun yes. and it's more effective. Yeah. Then, like, spirit knows you're not fucking around. Because if a hex really lands on you, like, that's not a small thing. No, so yeah, you need yeah. to meet that energy and, like, double it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Love mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. That's good. And then, like, if you can't figure it out for yourself, like, seek a professional. Yes. And, like, if you need help finding a professional, I can recommend a bunch of people. So, yeah hit me up it's okay Email to need me. help sometimes it's okay to need help that's like not well actually that's not true i do things like that but my my books are closed but <laughs> no i mean it's okay it's okay it's to okay like, to need as help a witch, yeah even me like i've been like oh, it's probably times i should have yeah. hit up caitlin when i didn't you there know what are I mean? like swords we can't always reach yeah. on our no, own no. and i like <laughs> i have my mentor help me all the time yeah so. i need a back scratch in the middle of my back and i mm-hmm. can't reach that i can't far. reach that my and arms so are too short. ask for help when you need it. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're less powerful or no. less of a witch or in fact, like asking for help is yeah. extremely powerful. It's knowing yourself. It's mm-hmm. knowing your intuition and listening to that. And that's mm-hmm. some crone shit. Mm-hmm. Tying that back in. That's some crone shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you need and fucking asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. These are all good questions. Yeah, they're really good. Okay. I'll save the rest for another time. Well. That was great. I really liked that episode. I really love this series. Too. That concludes our Triple Goddess three-part extravaganza. I know. I hope you took away something new that maybe you didn't connect with before or Mm -hmm. reaffirmed things you already were feeling. Mm -hmm. And I really love that we approached this series from like our personal experiences and perspectives rather than reinforcing like the whole, like Wicca really, they really like pissed on the hydrant when it comes to the (laughs) triple goddess. Yeah. I even saw something today Mm -hmm. that was like a a book review was like, blah, blah, blah. And then of course the triple goddess was mentioned right in the beginning. And I'm like, Oh man, Mm -hmm. it's so true though. Like Wicca has really claimed that. And it's like this archetype. It's not theirs to claim. It's not theirs to claim. It's absolutely not. It's cool to embrace it, but you didn't invent it. And you so didn't. I'm glad we were able to kind of just relate these concepts to to everyday life. Yeah. Too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm just 
hyping us up. <laughs> We're just great. It's fine. I love us. I love everything we talk about. I really, I really enjoyed it. And I personally enjoy listening to us talk. I personally, I may or may not listen to our podcast as if I'm not the one talking. I'm always like, oh my God, they're so funny. Dude, I'm like, I am so funny and smart. Wow. I literally do. And I'm not even kidding. Me too. I watch us on the big TV and I'm always like, oh. like those, which is, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> That's some Gemini shit. <laughs> That's some Gemini shit. I love shit. us. <laughs> Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening to Third Eye Bind. Be sure to leave us a message on the Third Eye line. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash thirdeyebind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm, hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin on Instagram at Spirit Garden Tarot.